Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered ChampaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones get it done. Welcome back, Ram fans. This is Rams Up, your favorite L.A. Rams podcast. We are proud members of the Fans First Sports Network. That's fansfirstsports.com. You can also follow us on YouTube. Our channel is at L.A. Rams Up. I'm your host, Mark. You'll hear from my co-host, Tom, on occasion as well. Hey, we're not Rams insiders. We're just longtime fans who love talking about our Los Angeles Rams. Let's get to it. Hey, everybody. I'm happy to bring back Peo Time, our Rams fan from the great north from Canada. How's it going, man? Mark, it's great to be back. It's been too long since we've collabed. Thanks for reaching out and thanks for putting this together. I'm excited to talk some Rams for you. There's lots to talk about. Yeah. Hey, why don't you tell everybody that didn't catch you the first time. Tell tell my audience who you are and what you do. Uh, I think you have a really cool story and a really cool thing you do on your YouTube channel. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So I have a YouTube channel. I've been a YouTuber for about three years now. Uh, this next season will be my fourth season covering the Rams. And I do watch parties for each and every Rams game. Um, if you're a Rams fan like me that you don't necessarily live in California, but you love the Rams, it's a fun place to hang out and just, you know, uh, you know, complain about the refs together or 
uh, you know, cheer when they score a touchdown. And we, we have a lot of fun in the watch parties as we watch and react together. And then I do little skits um, here and there. I, I, I like to experiment a lot on my YouTube channel. So sometimes I'll do skits. Sometimes I'll do uh, just like news reactions and just try and encourage conversation because I appreciate opinions that are unlike my own. And I love it when uh, I can you know co uh, connect with people in the comment section and, and have conversations about the Rams. Uh, there's not many Rams fans where I live. So this YouTube thing is my way of, you know, connecting with other Rams fans. And I love now, it. How did you become a Rams fan? Yeah. So back in 1999, uh, young Peo was a, a wee little lad. And I, I come from a football family. And so my family was very much like go to church in the morning and then we come home and we just watch football together. Uh, and it was awesome. And uh, when I was a you know a little kid in uh, 1999, that's when the Rams, you know, Kurt Warner, Marshall Falk, Torrey Holt, Ricky Prohl, um, Isaac Bruce, like Orlando Pace, like all all those legends were just they were such a fun team to watch. And I remember my brother; he was like, "Yo, if you pick a team, they're your team for life. You can't be a bandwagoner." And so I hopped on that Rams bandwagon, and now I like to consider myself one of the drivers of it. <laughs> yeah, I remember that story now. You shared it last time, and it reminded me of my son. He was, uh, I think he was nine years, he was nine years old that season, and he hadn't really been paying close attention to the NFL, and he started watching with me. And I had to explain to him, you know, this is a very special season that you're watching here. And it, it's not always like this, but he, he's actually grown into a, as big a Ram fan as I am. Oh, that, um, you're a good father. <laughs> well, you know, during the Fisher years, I kind of had to apologize to him a lot. It's like, you know, sorry, sorry I took you down this path, son. Uh, but, <laughs> hey, if he survived the 2009 Rams, then, you know, yeah. you, 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 I'm sure you guided him well. <laughs> I, I remember sitting in a sports bar with him uh, uh, when he was in college celebrating a random win. I don't know what year it was. I think it was against the Washington Redskins at the time. And I think it was one of their three or four wins. And we were so excited to pull off a win on a last second field goal, a meaningless game and a meaningless year. But hey, you celebrate the wins. Seasons like that, you celebrate every win. Always, yeah. So how did you feel about the 2023 season? You know, Mark, I'm, I'm kind of glad we waited on this collab because how I feel now is different than how I felt, you know, to the loss in the lions in the playoffs. And you never want to see your team lose in the playoffs. Right. But as I reflect on it, there's so much to love about this past season. There was some really fun games. There were some amazing plays. We have, you know, a, a group of young Rams, like an Epic uh, rookie class last year that grew up before our very eyes all season long and that was kind of a cool experience seeing that happen and and not just like Puka Nakua who like was his own story Steve Avila or Byron Young was really cool or Kobe Turner the conductor and this this that's just their first year it's their rookie season and I'm excited for what growth we see next year out of all these young players and I think that 
something in today's NFL, when you build your team the way that the Rams do, you kind of have to have seasons like this where, okay, there's hope, there's optimism. It gives fans expectations for next year. But this season, you know, we were in most games. The You know, we don't talk about the Packers game, but we in most of the games we were in. And they had a chance to win the majority of them, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and, and as a fan of a team that was in a rebuild, retool, remodel, whatever you call it, can you really ask for anything more? Yeah, um, I feel the same way. And looking back, again, disappointing to lose. I think we actually had a chance to go to the Super Bowl. But a, yeah. by the time we got to the playoffs, we were humming along pretty well. I'm not saying we would have if we got past Detroit, but we had a chance. And looking back, I mean, it was probably as not as fun as the 1999 season because that was super special. But this yeah. year was probably my most enjoyable Ram season. And it has a lot to do with what you mentioned, the players. Uh, I put together the top 10, 11 plays or whatever it was from the Ram season. And it was basically the Puka Nakua show, you know, yeah. <laughs> just incredible how many plays he made. And, and the other thing I like about this team is, you know, I, I don't know if it's by design or just by uh, chance, but there are so many likable players on this team that are easy to root for, as opposed to some of our divisional rivals, I think that have uh you know, I mean, if they're on your team, you root for them, but you look across the sideline and, you know, I don't know, they kind of leave a bad taste in my mouth, some of these other guys. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, between Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup, especially, and Puka, and on the defensive side, I, I suspect a lot of uh, opposing fans uh, don't care for Aaron Donald, but uh, I can understand that, I guess. He's been, he's been beating up on these guys for almost a decade. So did you hear about Brian Allen today? I did. Yeah, I'm I'm glad we were going to talk about that. Um not not a total shock in my in my opinion. Uh we knew that this is the time of year that, you know, decisions are made and the reality is he kind of lost the you know, he did lose the starting job to Colton Shelton and in a in in a backup role commanding the salary that he was being paid. I, I just don't think you can do that for your roster, even if you, as much as you like the player as a person, you know, and, and clearly they, they have, right? Yeah. And I think, I think the reason he fell out of favor with them is he was drafted with an eye on that zone blocking, the zone rushing attack. And when they decided to go with more of the power running game, uh, Coleman Shelton, not that Coleman Shelton was uh, all that. I mean, he played pretty well. Uh, but Coleman Shelton was just a better fit. So, yeah, kind of kind of a bummer. I like Brian Allen. He seemed to be – he was a warrior, battled through a lot of injuries. But, uh, yeah, it does make sense. Where What, what surprised me was – I did see this coming, but I thought maybe they would have waited till after free agency and they re-signed Coleman Shelton. Or does this mean they don't really care if Coleman Shelton walks? Do they have other plans? I'm not sure. What do you think? What do you think's going on with the? Or is it Steve Avila sliding over to center? You know that might happen. I I think it goes with the the Rams wanted to retool this line and get younger, right? 
And, you know, we, we saw that with the Logan breast pick that hasn't really worked out two years later, but you, you know, never know. Um, Steve Avila, that was arguably like between him and Nakua, like, it, like such a fantastic pick. Right. And I, I feel like because he's a guard, he sometimes gets shafted away, but he, he played amazing this year and he was the only Ram that played every offensive snap that's all right. season long for the Rams. And that, that that's, you know, that, that's fantastic. And, and he's such a likable guy himself. Um, but yeah, so on, my mindset is I think the Rams are trying to get younger on the O-line and a little beefier too. Right. You know what I mean? So do you think uh, that, what does that, what do you think is going to happen in free agency? Uh, any predictions? I'm thinking, in my opinion, uh, edge rusher. They obviously got to figure out the cornerback and uh, um, safety positions. Maybe offensive line, but I don't know. I'm just really confused what their plan is along the offensive line. What What are your thoughts on free agency? Yeah, yeah Mark, I, I would I would politely disagree with you a little bit on the edge rusher, just because I feel like for years now. Every offseason, we always say as Rams fans, like, oh, we need to address the edge. We need to address the edge. This, this current front office with Les Snead, it seems the only edge they want is like a rotational edge or guys that they draft. They, you know, sure they made the big trade for Von Miller, but unless that kind of opportunity comes up where like they can get a Brian Burns or something. I, it just seems to me that the, the Rams don't want to pay big bucks for, you know, an edge rusher. And even with Vaughn Miller, they got him in mid season and they did try and pay him. But then when Buffalo came in, the Rams were like, okay, you can have him at that price. So I, I'm not convinced they're going to, you know, get pick up an edge rusher via free agency. I do think They'll try and re-sign um, Dodson. I think that's a top priority for them. And then from there, evaluate your your players you have in that line room. And you know maybe you have to watch other teams who comes available. But I I think that you know the Rams did a great job last off season, and it was kind of when they made the decision you know to trade Ramsey, move on from Bobby Wagner and you know uh, Leonard Floyd. It was in the mindset of, okay, this roster got overhauled last year. This is a two-year kind of rebuild. But this year, we're, you know, we're getting younger. We're getting all these new players, developing them. But next year, we're going to have the cap space to make some big moves. We're going to pay off our dead cap debts. You know, the credit card is clean. And uh, I, I think the Rams are going to make some really big, flashy moves that we don't really see coming right now. Yeah, so the Brian Allen move saves them another almost $5 million, I think. Where do you yeah. think they, they are going to make a splash? I mean, Kevin Dotson retaining him is going to cost some money. It, do you have a position group that you think they're going to focus on, or are you guessing, just, you're guessing along with the rest of us at this point? I think Demarcus Robinson might be a priority to re-sign. Um, but, that, you know, that's this is totally my guess. Your guess is as good as mine. Um, I But I, I think... They would love to secure that receiving room and and the O-line. The other name that – and, again, 
I, I don't exactly know what's going to happen, but like Jordan Fuller at safety, like, you know, or, or uh, Weatherspoon, you know, at, at corner. It, so those secondary players that you'd like to come back. Do, do, but again, the Rams don't pay safety. So I, I just, I don't see Fuller coming back, but they do pay corners. So I don't know. Like what, what are your, what are your thoughts on the Rams secondary via free agency? Well, um, now, if Witherspoon leaves, what what does that leave them with? Darion Kendrick, Kobe Durant, Trey Tomlinson, and Sean Dolly. Quinton Lake can come up and play a little uh, slot, I guess. That's pretty. That's pretty scary to me. If that's your cornerback room, yeah. Now they could use their first pick for a. There's some dynamite cornerbacks in this draft in the first round. There's like five or six guys. I'd be happy to have any one of them, but I still think. You need to keep someone or bring in a veteran. I just don't know how much you want to spend. With if it was Withers, if you told me that they were retaining Witherspoon and drafting someone like Kool Aid McKinstry, mm. I, I'd be really happy with that. And then you know you you can find some cornerbacks on the open market to fill out that group. Draft one in the fourth or fifth round, um, and then your other free agent splash maybe along the offensive line. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it, it depends on how much money they really end up having to spend. Uh, I'm I'm guessing along with you, it, it's free agency comes before the draft. So I, what I think will happen is, if I were to take a guess right now, I'm thinking right along with you. The first thing they're going to do is try to retain Dotson. Yeah. And then the second thing they're going to try to do is, I think they're going to be a little patient after that. And let let a bunch of other teams make the big splashes and see where the chips fall a little bit, and then get some uh, get some deals that make sense. Uh, if that included uh, Witherspoon and Demarcus, that would be ideal, and then go from there. I I think in the well, kind of rolls right into a discussion about the draft. You know, by the time the draft rolls around, the Rams will have a few things figured out. How would you like them to? What would you like to see them do with that first pick? <laughs> trade it. overall. Trade it. Trade. <laughs> trade back or tra- trade for a veteran or? I, I, I'm semi joking but semi serious. I I just I I kind of like the idea of trading it either to, either trade back and accumulate more picks or trade it for proven talent like they've done in the past. To me, if they do that, that's Les Snead and Sean McVay saying the Super Bowl window is 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 wide open. We believe we are at a place where we're just a couple of pieces away. You know, let's trade and, and go get that pass rusher. Let's trade and go get that corner we're looking for. Let's trade, go get, you know, that that I don't I don't think they necessarily trade to get an offensive lineman, but who knows? I I, I just think that the the value that you can use you can leverage first round picks to get proven star talent has worked really well for the rams will i be disappointed if they select at 19 no i i get excited about it um and if they do i'd like them to go corner like most ram fans um i i don't think o-line is out of the question as well but yeah what what are, what are your thoughts 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. My, I have been predicting that we're, the Rams are going to come into this draft with 11 picks. And last year they had 14 picks that all made the team. I have a hard time believing that they're going to accumulate more picks like they did last year and, and bring in another 11, 12, 13 rookies. I think it makes more sense for them to package picks to move up and get a stud offensive lineman, perhaps. Okay. Maybe, maybe even a stud wide receiver. I don't know if those top three guys, if that makes sense. Um, or like you said, you know, like Paul and Ian on a round table suggested, you know, the, the Jags, uh, tag Josh Allen, and then the Rams send, um, a first round, two first round picks, whatever, uh, for someone like that, 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 cool. that would, I, I'd, I'd really be surprised if they did the same thing they did last year where they, they maximized the number of picks last year. It made sense. You know, get a bunch of guys, bring them in. Uh, if you draft well, you know, even if you draft average, uh, an average draft, 14 guys, five or six are going to make their mark. And that's what they needed. And they actually hit on seven or eight. And maybe, you know, the 
jury's still out on a few of them. Could end yeah. up being, you know, Zach Evans. What do we know about him? Trey Tomlinson, special yeah. teams guy at this point. Uh, I, I, I like to tell people that, uh, again, I don't know. I very I couldn't. Someone asked me what I think about Zach Evans. I'd give you a blank stare. I have no idea. But that <laughs> you know, that's how I felt about Kyron Williams going exactly. into last season. You know, so we don't know. The Rams probably know, but we don't know. Um, and, but then it it occurred to me the other day if the Rams really had a good feeling about Kyron Williams, why were they trying to trade for McCaffrey? I mean. You know that that doesn't make a uh, Kyron Williams is an incredible running back. That that's what we found out last year, anyways. Maybe the Rams didn't know either. I think context is important there, right? Because Kyron Williams was a rookie, had some injury concerns. The Rams were still in a Super Bowl like run it back mindset when that they were trying to trade for McCaffrey. Um, you know, clearly the and the season wasn't going super well up to that point, and then it just got worse after that. Um, so I, I think context is important to, to that. And I think the jump that Kyron William made from, you know, you know, his, his rookie year to, to now is phenomenal. Right. right. He's one of the best running backs in football. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It'd be interesting to see how these, some of these guys in the, you know, 14 draft picks, I'm not going to list them, but I think there's seven or eight that we, feel like we got contributors to this roster and uh, four or five guys, the jury's still out, Zach Evans, Stetson Bennett, who knows what's going on there. But um, that's what I think they're going to do is maximize quality over quantity. But, hey, you know, Les Snead knows what he's doing. Um, I have a lot of trust in that staff and that scouting department. For the most part, they do a really good job. And so um, – Sorry, can I just quick ask on that? Like – or do you want to talk about uh, the backup quarterback now, or do you want? Or... Yeah, do you, we talked about it last night in the roundtable, and Ian and Paul had some interesting opinions. What What do you think we should do? So, I like I really think there's it, the th- the three options that I see it, that most people can see if you talk it out. So, option number one, Stetson Bennett comes back from you know his hiatus. Um, and continues to develop as the backup quarterback that he was drafted to be. Option two, sign a a veteran free agent, maybe Carson Wentz, maybe someone else, who knows? Or option three, you draft a backup quarterback again. (laughs) Right. Uh, And I'm not opposed to necessarily any of those. I, um, I, I think for me, I just would love stability at the backup position that like, you know, if we have a game like last year, Green Bay, like Stafford was hurt. He needed a game off. Have a guy that can come in and, and play for one game. Right. And I, I, you know, I'm not sure Carson Wentz is the best backup quarterback to have, but I will say he helped beat the Niners. And that was a really fun game. Right. He played well in that game and I'm glad he, I think in the third quarter while watching that game, you saw a look in Carson Wentz's eye that was like, there's no way I'm losing this game. And you like to see that. Yeah, I became a Carson Wentz fan uh, during that game. I didn't know much. I mean, I knew a lot about him, but I didn't have really an opinion on him Mm -hmm. other than, you know, the whole Jared Goff, Carson Wentz draft debate back in the day. Uh, It's kind of funny to see, uh, you know, if you woke up from a coma and you heard that, 
Carson Wentz is the quarterback of the Rams and Jared Goff's leading the Lions into the playoffs. You're like, wait, what happened? Um, but the the dilemma I see the backup quarterback situation is, uh, and I agree with you, those three options. Do you draft, uh, if you're drafting a quarterback to be your backup, is he also, I guess, you know, only time would tell, is he your potential replacement to Matthew Stafford? And I don't know if there's anybody, there's guys like um, maybe Spencer Rattler in the third or fourth round, someone like that. Uh, what's the guy? Um, there's a, a quarterback from Houston, I think. I forget his name. There's guys you can get in the fourth or fifth round. And who knows if they're, if it's just to be a, a backup quarterback uh, for one or two games, it's still kind of rolling the dice though, right? If they're going to be up to it and if they're going to be good enough to be in a, a potential replacement, I would feel much better like Paul and, uh, and Ian brought up names like Gardner Minshew and uh, Drew Locke, guys like that, Carson Wentz. I would feel better about that than the rookie the rookie route, Stetson Bennett, maybe. Um, actually, ideally, you'd have one of each. You know, you'd have you bring in a, a, a seasoned veteran of some sort that, you know, can just, you know, you have a little bit of trust that they're an NFL quarterback. And with this defense, assuming the defense gets squared away, this offensive line, the weapons they have, they can win a game or two. Yeah. The the rookie situation, it's still rolling the dice. And if we're if the goal here is, and I think it is, is we're making a run at the Super Bowl, we have everything in place after free agency and the draft uh otherwise to do so, I uh, I want someone that I know can play NFL level football at the mm. quarterback position. And for a couple of years there, you know, I don't know if McVeigh thought John Wolford and Bryce Perkins were the answer and and Brett Rippin. Sometimes it make it makes you question Sean McVeigh's you we know he's a genius and a great quarterback, uh, you know, knows how to coach up quarterbacks and all that. But did he really think these guys were going to be good enough? Although Wolford had his moments, but, you know, they weren't the answer. Wolford had a high football IQ, right? And whenever you heard him talk about football, you, you're you like, oh, okay, yeah, he's he's in the quarterback room. He's helping in other ways, not just being the backup quarterback, but, like, you know, lo- looking over game film and noticing things and, like – he was the one, I don't know if you remember when they intentionally took a safety against the Falcons a couple of years ago to win the game. That was apparently John Wolford's idea to do that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I I think that there's something that's important about this year for when addressing the quarterback position that's different than any other year that McVay's been in L.A. Cap space. This is the most cap space that the Rams have had since, since McVeigh's been in McVeigh or been in LA. And that gives them options, right? As they re-sign their players and they're adjusting their contracts around, they can budget for a veteran quarterback. You don't have to draft someone. If there's, you know, a quarterback in the draft that you really like and you believe can be a good backup right now and maybe develop into your future, you know, franchise quarterback, maybe you go that route. But if you want to budget the money to sign a Joe Flacco, you know, I, I'd be okay with that. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and there, I think there's some more changes coming. Uh, it's very possible they could, someone posted an article. I wish I could give them credit. I, I like to give people a shout out when they do the homework. You know, restructuring uh, two or three of those contracts could open up a bunch more money for them. Uh, so they may do that. I think it was uh, Stafford, Cup, and Donald, if I'm not mistaken. Whether they do that, I mean, that's not always, you know, necessarily the smart thing to do long term. Yeah. But if this is their year, hey, this could be Matthew Stafford's last year. He could play a couple more years for sure. But if this is the last year of Matthew Stafford in his real prime, um, hey, restructure, make as much money available this year as possible. Go get the people you need. Like you said, get the backup quarterback just in case. You know, go get the edge rusher. Uh, and I think they'd be in a good place. Well, and, and I think that's something that, you know, it, it's it's always the, the pros and cons of restructuring, right? Because if you restructure and you move the money back to other years when the salary cap increase, sure, that's a strategy and a pro- approach to it. However, you know, if Stafford retire and there, retires and there's still a certain amount of money on the books, right? Like that's why the Saints have been in, you know, salary cap purgatory for years because of like Drew, Drew Brees' retirement. <laughs> right. Yeah, and there's a handful of teams that are in really bad shape. Hey, I, speaking about teams that are in bad shape, uh, in, in some ways anyways, let's talk real quickly about the NFC West. You know, obviously the 49ers, they have a lot of free agents and they have some cap issues. Brandon Ayuk is apparently unhappy, wants to get paid. Trent Williams, at the end of last year, Trent Williams was talking retirement. Hadn't heard anything yet this year. And their offensive line, the right side of their offensive line, as we saw in the Super Bowl, is a weak point for them. Um, And they have some emotional stuff they have to deal with, in my opinion. After that Super Bowl, man, uh, 49ers and 49er Nation, that's a really painful thing they have to deal with and bounce back from. Seattle, new coach, they have some salary cap issues as well. I think, uh, well, I know Bobby Wagner, Jordan Brooks are both free agents. Uh, Wagner again, and they have some issues there. Then the Cardinals are actually, they're in decent shape. They have some roster building to do. I like their coach, though. I almost feel like the NFC West, I'm not going to say the Rams are the favorite, you know, 49ers are still clearly the favorite, probably the best team. But I really like the Rams' chances in this division, don't you? I do. I really do. Yeah, no, for all the reasons you said. And I, I'd even add in that I just think right now there's a coaching advantage with Sean McVay. And sorry, so let me call, call you later. <laughs> um, and I know that the the Kyle Shanahan and McVay, you know, debate that the, the Niners have had the Rams' number. But – I think if there was a season for the Rams to really turn that narrative around and, and, and climb a mountain, I think this season going ahead, there's a lot of positives to like about this Rams team. It's still too early. I think to tell, I think we we need a little bit more information. We need free agency to happen. We need the draft to happen. And then when we get into mini camps, when we get into training camp, let let's let's be listening right let's that's the beauty of the internet world we live in is we can hear reports we can kind of filter out what's just 
coach speak or what's actual reality, right? Because for Puka Nakua is a great example of it. Ram fans were hearing about Nakua from day one, right? We didn't, I don't think even the most optimistic Ram fan thought, oh, he's just going to show up and be a superstar week one against (laughs) Seattle. But there was a lot of hype of like, hey, we think that Puka Puka Nakua could be a real contributor on offense. And turns out he was. (laughs) Yeah, I, I remember opening day, Cooper Cup was out and I didn't, you know, sometimes the Ram insiders don't, share as much information as I wish they did. There was a lot of things we didn't know. And I didn't I didn't even know that first first play from the scrimmage, I'm pretty dang sure Puka Nakua is out there. And I saw him and I was like, oh, Puka Nakua is starting. Did not see that coming and made perfect sense after 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 that Seattle game. He just he just stood out immediately. And he's such a likable guy too. Well and and I just going back, it's funny. Retrospect is so funny because, like, I remember being like, okay, Cooper Cup's out at least the first four weeks of the year. We need Van Jefferson and Cam Akers to step up. And 2-2. And 2-2. But, like, boy, were we wrong, right? Like, <laughs> I Cam, know. Like, Cam I... Akers got a lot of carries against Seattle, but then quickly was traded, and then Van Jefferson was traded. After that. Right. Yeah, there is a lot of surprises, a lot of good surprises. And, uh, man, it's going to be this year's draft and and the free agency period and the draft is going to be really interesting for the Rams. I have a lot of faith in in what Les Snead and Sean McVay do, and uh, I just can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hey, before we wrap things up, tell everybody here again uh, how they can find you, how they can find your YouTube channel, uh, anything you want to share. That'll help uh, listeners find you. Yeah, thanks. Uh, if on YouTube, if you put in uh, my name, Payo Time, P A Y O Time, I'm the first channel that comes up. Uh, Payo Time Canadian Rams fan, and just I I do watch parties for each and every Rams game, and do you know vlogs and little videos about the Rams here and there, sometimes skits, and something that I'm doing, and I haven't really officially like announce this it's not like a big secret or anything but i've recently become a licensed travel agent and i that's a service i want to offer uh to any of my subscribers if they would like me to help them plan their trip to be at sofi in los angeles or if they want to go to see the rams on the road to any of those games um i'll be able to like help plan out flights hotels and like if they want stuff to do uh you know itineraries is it going to be uh la ram centric travel agency assistance um for the channel yes absolutely yes that that definitely that's that's the plan i uh i i i'm working on a social media campaign launch I'm not ready to like full on declare myself that because you know when you like you start a new venture you want to get good at it first right um, right so I'm I'm helping a lot of people plan like you know Disney vacations to uh, Los Angeles or to Orlando at this time and then I also do I do a lot of cruises right now that I'm helping book people but eventually oh, nice. as I become a more you know competent travel agent and can do a little bit more customization stuff 
Um, I do hope to plan like Ram centric traveling. Yeah, I'm not really a cruiser. We are going on a cruise later this year, but I've been eyeballing that cruise. I think it's Quebec City through the uh, St. Lawrence River to the northeast. That's kind of your territory, right? Yeah, that's in my neck of the woods. Yep. Yeah. So you could help me with that, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Maybe we'll do that. Yeah. Um, hey, Peo, Peo Time, it's been great having you on board. We got to do this more often. I think the last time we talked, I looked and I think it was March of 2023. And I remember us talking about how we were both more optimistic. I think that's how that conversation went, more optimistic than most other Ram fans. But let's do this more often. Let's talk yeah, again, uh, maybe after the draft. I'll try to join one of your uh, one of your draft party uh, live streams and uh, chat with you on there. And, uh, yeah, good stuff. I'm, I'm really appreciate you taking the time to join us today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Mark. Appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I look forward to our next collab, be it, you know, the draft or free agency, but definitely let's not wait another full year before we collab. Okay. Thanks a lot, Pale, and have a good one. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget about our YouTube channel. Our handle is at laramsup.com. Till next time, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there.